Hello and good evening everybody, FPL teacher here bringing you Newcastle 1, Fulham 0. The fiery contest between both sides involving black and white saw Newcastle somehow coming out on top despite Mitrovic also missing a penalty in the weirdest of circumstances. We look at what Newcastle continue to do well, especially utilising their bench as Isak came out with the victory while at the same time looking at how Fulham adapted to Newcastle's shape in a way that we've not seen before. Newcastle, 4-3-3, things that we've seen before all over the pitch, this time round, usually using their forwards to determine whether they play a very wide 4-3-3 or a narrow 4-2-3-1. In this particular case, one side was wide and the other was narrow, as Newcastle struggled with Fulham's press in the first half, but eventually came into their own, with Trippier bombing up and down the flank, utilising Longstaff's half-space runs, while Joe Linton tucked into midfield to help bolster defence, just in case they needed to sustain momentum. In essence, there were three ingredients that Newcastle had in order to dominate matches where their right created for their left. First and foremost, we start from the back where their pressure from the centre-backs Fabian Scher and Sven Botman did excellently in pressing Fulham's defence and midfielders down at the same time. The pressure started from the front and they basically hurried quick passes into midfield as well as the forwards and this, this is where their centre-backs eventually took over the game in the second half where they won a whole series of fouls that led to three, led to three yellow cards in a row. Secondly, once these centre-backs won the ball, they gained prominence in the second half especially with long switching diagonals. Some usually Fabian Scher does it from the back, but this time around even Sven Botman got in on the act. And in the second half, they actually got into half spaces just outside the penalty area to cross. So Trippier now isn't the only defender involved in their crossing. Thirdly, especially with substitutions involving bringing midfielders off for attackers, we saw that Newcastle now don't actually rely on their midfielders to hold the ball. Bruno Guimaraes, known for his passing range to find the likes of Almiron and Cole, now actually let things go, especially in the second half when he was subbed off. And Willock, alongside Longstaff, essentially carried the game forward with their own runs. Now, eventually Willock was brought off as well and it essentially split Newcastle into two different parts. On the left, we saw Joy Linton attempted to work, attempting to work with ASM and on the right, things were a lot more fruitful with Trippier as well as Longstaff joined by Jacob Murphy. It was this combination on the right side that eventually overpowered the right flank combined with a centre-back marauding up the right, eventually creating crosses for Isaac and Wilson to poach on in the penalty area. A quick note on Newcastle for FPL purposes, considering the fact that we have had Trippier for so long and Almiron somehow not delivering in three games in a row now. So let's address Almiron first and foremost, where he has rely on scoring from low XG shots for so long. With so many options available, it is almost certainly the perfect time to cash out on the profits we've made from the midfielder, especially considering the fact that ASM and Jacob Murphy, as well as now Alexander Isaac being in the fray for chances in the second half, it's more than likely that we can seek solace in replacements such as Brighton midfielders, if not emerging ones such as Odegaard.
Fulham. 4-2-3-1 as well. This time round though, provided a slight curveball with, ironically, their right side switching entirely over to the left. The read and read combo served as a defensive foil to protect themselves against Kieran Trippier on the left. And Bobby Decordova-Reed, to be fair, demonstrated his defensive potential to full effect. Almost completely marking Kieran Trippier out of the game, I think only confining him to one assist, one key pass in the first half. Beyond that, in the second half especially, Bobby Dekonova actually attacked Trippier instead of pulling him down the byline, using his right foot to actually cut inside, forcing Kieran Trippier into awkward situations. In fact, it was this very cut and shoot technique that allowed Trippier to awkwardly sweep his standing foot and that was how Bobby Dekodovari won the penalty. Now, transitions aside, Fulham were stifled by Newcastle, deservedly, and it just goes to show that in attack, in possession, they still lack an additional element, especially when Robinson was completely missing. Kuzawa came in for the suspended left back and it just goes to show that Without that width, without that drive into the final third, Fulham are really missing an underrated component that doesn't necessarily translate into assists. So with that in mind, Marco Silva really has to deserve plaudits for pressing Newcastle's midfield trio down using all of his attacking midfielders. This is pretty much in turn why he failed to react when Newcastle brought their two best ball players off the pitch. And Fulham basically resorted to free kicks and corners, set pieces basically, in order to create chances for themselves. Now that being said, that penalty miss was almost certainly momentous and it took the win out of their sails basically, forcing them into a defensive shell after they missed the penalty. In any case, for FPL purposes, it's hard to believe that Mitrovic's penalty duties would be taken away, but as it stands, we at least know that Marco Silva is able to adapt to the situation while maintaining his own philosophies. So if you want to keep your Fulham assets, bar Andres Pereira of course, then you're more than happy to do so. Newcastle Fulham in the end basically saw a straightforward contest between two sides that had relatively transparent and well-executed plan A's. As they locked horns, we saw that the side with more squad depth came up with the victory and it's so nice to see that the squad players are players we know and love from such a long time ago such as ASM and Isaac. Whether this factors into our FPL thoughts remains to be seen, but at least at this stage we know that Newcastle are a reliable quantity for a multitude of reasons and we can at least safely let Miguel Almiron go. This is FPL teacher who will bring forth the North London derby analysis later alongside the second of the double game weeks for the other four teams.